Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. It's a very special show because it's Friday evening, and um, I think that's just fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great way to wrap up this week of um, just stellar guests. And uh, it, it, the trend continues tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies. It is, uh, we, we've got a, a fantastic, fantastic guest, returning guest, one of my uh, favorite people in the, uh, the big wide world of uh, Texas and beyond. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome John of John 3. John, how you doing, man? I am doing great, Jamie. It's great to be back. This is uh, number three. This is the third time I've been on yeah, the show. Telling yeah, yeah. All the yes. way from Waco, yes. Texas. Uh, yes. Let me yes. ask you, I was curious, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, you, you know, you see Waco, it comes up in the uh, in the shows and whatnot. Uh, I watch a lot of these home improvement shows, of course, and uh, the games, you know, based out of there. And it just uh-huh. seems to come up. Waco seems to come up a lot. And I was wondering, I'm like, no, it's fall. No, fall is just like summer here. It, it's slightly less hot, but it's still hot. Uh, here in South Florida, how do you guys have a seasonal change um, there in Waco or not really? Not really. We usually go from summer into uh, fall usually hits for us around Thanksgiving. I mean, there have been times where it's been in the 80s, but it has been unusually cool. We actually had a, a cool front. Uh, it's in the last couple of days. It's been in the 50s at night. It's been in the 70s. Uh, very windy. Wow. Uh, kind of like being in a wind tunnel. Yeah. Uh, but it's been abnormally cool. Now we're not complaining. We are. <laughs> no. We are not complaining. It's. Uh, I think the high today was like 72, 74. So, wow! But it's blowing uh, everybody's no. Halloween decorations over. Oh man. Yes. Well. Yes. We're we're <laughs> we're digging this. And we actually had a cold front, or a cool, uh, we actually had a cool front about three or four weeks ago, and it teased us. See, that's how Texas is. We'll have a cool front sometime in September, and, it, and it's like it's telling us, oh, it's fall. And then all of a sudden, we're back in the 80s and 90s. It's like, fooled you. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got some outside work to do? Here, let me get hot for you. There you go. Here's some hay bailing. Oh, man. That's exactly Man. right. But we're back to some cooler weather, so we're hoping that it. I got you. I got yeah, you. Well, it's a big warm. weekend, Halloween. Uh, yeah. Halloween weekend, and I know you're you're wicked close with your nieces, uh, Miss Brooklyn and yeah. Miss Catherine. Are they? Um, yeah. You know, or doing the fairy princess thing, or or uh, what's the plan? Or do they not? Do you you not know. <laughs> um, well. Uh, what was it? A couple of days ago, uh, they had a, a church function, kind of a trunk or treat. And uh, mm-hmm. Catherine, my 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 youngest uh, niece, she she went kind of as a like a princess. And then uh, Brooklyn, my older niece, she uh, went as a cheerleader. But I believe Brooklyn for officially for Halloween, if my memory serves me right, she's going. I believe it's a peacock. Got you know the huge feathers. It's it's really cool. Wow. I mean, I just really dig it. And of course, Catherine. Oh. She's yeah. Two, so you know this is her first year to like really kind of understand like, oh, trick or treat. Yeah. Like, people give people give me candy and I don't have to. I just have to look cute, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Me and my wife go to uh, Disney World a lot, uh, a couple times a year. You know, it's, it's a couple hours uh-huh. away. Um, we're right here. So when we go. No, I'm an old man. You know, I, I'm a, a crotchety old man, I guess. I, I don't know that much about princesses, <laughs> um, you know. I just don't. Yeah. And we go to Disney, and it's all the little girls dress up like, you know, it's Disney. They're oh, the yeah. happiest place on earth. 
if you're going to dress like a princess, that's the place to do it, apparently. So a game we play, yes. uh, me and my wife, is we'll, you know, we'll be going through the, the crowd, one of my favorite things to do. Um, uh, that was sarcastic, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, again, remember <laughs> I said crotchety old man? Anyhow, I'll guess, I'll see a, a princess, and I'll, I'll try to guess the movie. I'm like, oh, that's the... Uh, I, I don't know their names. I mean, that would be way beyond me. But, but I will say, uh, that's Frozen or that's Sleeping Beauty. And, and I'm right about, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the time, 25% of the time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big deal for little girls, man. That's a big deal. Well, it is. For all kids, really. Yeah. Well, it, No, when you, you were know, a young lad, before, when you yeah. were a youngster, yeah. did, you, uh, yeah. did you partake in – Go trick or treating and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think once I became a teenager, I think that's when, uh, you know, that kind of teetered off a little bit. But oh yeah, yeah. When I was Brooklyn's age, oh yeah, yeah. We would, we would go out. Uh, the thing is, is uh, when I was about oh nine or ten, we actually moved out to the country, so things changed a little bit, so we would have, you know, if we oh. wanted to trick-or-treat, you know, we have to kind of go back to, yeah, you know, we have to go into town. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was only like four houses, five houses on our street, so trick-or-treating was a little different for us, whereas with Brooklyn and Catherine, you know, they are in a kind of family-style neighborhood, so it's just, you know, it's really going to gonna fit them a lot better, and uh, you know, speaking of, of princesses, before Brooklyn was born, and she's seven now, I really didn't know much about princesses other than, like you said, from Disney movies, things like that, you know, Cinderella yeah. and whatnot. I know a whole lot more, you know, about princess because <laughs> she's all about, yeah. all about it. And, 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 and my brother, my, my brother Matt can, can attest to that. He probably knows way more about princesses than I do. Yes, we oh, we have we have some princess blood in the house. I mean it's just it's flowing through it. It's it's cool, you know? It's it's fun. Oh yeah, but you know, those little girls, I've seen your Instagram page and folks we have links yeah. up uh, on our show page and they when this is converted to a podcast, those links follow the podcast. So if you listen to this on Spotify or iHeartRadio or something, you can just click on the link and get there. But we have links to uh, John's social media, Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you look at John's Instagram, which I want you all to do and like and share and all that, um, and you scroll down a little bit, you'll see some one of John's hobbies currently, I didn't know this until I looked at his Instagram, is mm-hmm. uh, Model RC uh, cars, which are, yes. you've got some awesome ones. But I scrolled down <laughs> yeah. a little bit and there's I don't. Is this Catherine? Is this uh, yes. Brooklyn? It's probably Brooklyn because yes. she's older. Um, so she's Brooklyn's out there with driving. it, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was this was the week before uh, my mom's birthday party, and we brought the cars out. Uh, well, actually, no. I'm sorry. We brought the first car out, which Brooklyn now deems as hers, and that was a lot of fun. But the video that you <laughs> talked, no, that was the video. Uh, that was Catherine's first experience with it, and at first, uh, she was a little timid by it because you got this, you know, blazing car moving through the grass and everything. She's like, what in the world? But after a while, but that is one of the most, I don't know, it's the most timeless. It's a classic video to watch. It's only 30 seconds, so I do encourage people to watch it, but... Catherine is so into it. She's like, yeah, go. It's, it's priceless. It's just, <laughs> well, and what happened, what happened then the very next week on mom's birthday, we had mom's birthday. We, we ate dinner or we, we, we ate lunch, birthday, all that. Mm-hmm. Well, Catherine had her eye. Keep in mind, Catherine's two. She had her eye <laughs> on those two cars. Well, when it was, so when we were done with lunch and everything, <laughs> She literally, she's two. She picks up one of the cars. She's heading out the door. That's yeah. it. She's like, she's like, I'm ready. Keep in mind, she's two. She picks, you know, it's not a heavy car, but she had in her mind, 
from what happened the week before, she's like, I'm ready. It was it all was the awesome. excitement. <laughs> that's it was fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> that is not a cheap hobby either. I have some friends that were uh, no, really into that. Not. And then I had a friend, I tell you, if you think that's bad, he got into these, uh, I don't know what you call them, the, the, the airplane uh, with the engines and whatnot. Yes. And, you know, they've got like a 10 foot wingspan or whatever. They're kind of big. And he had a whole little airport like on his property. It was funny for these things, but yeah, not cheap. And um, but it seems like you have a good time. Now you you build these, put them together, and change out stuff and all that on them. These are actually ready to run. They obviously do make kits. Oh, nice! And I think that yeah, and I think that I will eventually get into uh, building a kit from scratch. Um, the uh, brand is called Crash, which for people. Yeah, and I actually do recommend for people who want to get into into the uh, the RC hobby to go with what's called ready to run out of the box. Now, here's here's the thing: uh, people don't understand it. I didn't either. That car, uh, parts break, and mm. it's not that they break easily, but after about three or four weeks, I've I've learned that you know this has to be fixed. In fact, right before the show. Right before the show tonight, uh, Brooklyn and I, we had an unk night, Uncle John night. And we, my mm. brother, Brooklyn and I, we ran three cars and just bashed them. It was awesome. So she's she's digging it. I'm digging it. But, yes, it can, it can get kind of – it can get expensive. I mean, it's not that much, but, uh, but it's something that you really have to uh, – you have to really understand that there is maintenance involved. To me, I'm just loving it. Brooke loves it. My brother Matt, he's really enjoying it. It's it's fun. It's a, it's nice. a fun hobby. Nice. Yes. Well, yes. right next to that picture is another, uh, not only a hobby but a profession. Uh, it looks like you're doing a little guitar maintenance there, tuning up some. I see the flyers <laughs> are out. And, yes. Uh, oh yeah. Not a hobby necessarily. But nonetheless, has to happen. Uh, you know, you have to tinker with this stuff a little bit. And uh, at you least do. every guitar player I know. You do. Uh, you know. Yeah. You <laughs> know, on, on Sundays, yeah. And on Sundays, I, I, I enjoy going out to, uh, we, we, we've got two different racetracks uh, that are within 20 minutes, you know, about 20 miles mm-hmm. distance of driving. So, so I enjoy in, one thing that I've learned about going out to the uh, short course tracks is it's, it's quiet. This is, you know, I'm I'm busy during the week between work and right. lessons and working on music that, you know, for a couple hours on Sunday, I just go out. It's quiet. The weather's nice. This is, it's it's my quiet time. And I just go out and race. And it's fun. And it I think so everybody needs that. That is yes. such a good lesson, um, especially yeah. artists, musicians. People, you know, because you're putting so much out, you're flexing muscles mm-hmm. that, that civilians, for lack of a better term, um, don't flex that often. You know, we're we're, right. we're putting it out there, and you have to have some something, um, you know, whether it's you know bacon bread or whatever, you know. And I think Sunday is a good day to do it, especially in your case. I know that uh, there's probably church, and then after church, mm-hmm. hit the track. Nice. That's, That's a nice Sunday, it. man. I mean, <laughs> it, it really is, you know, and uh, I actually wrote an article about a month or so ago, and I was talking about just that, that uh, actually it was Thomas Aquinas who wrote about this centuries ago, that uh, there needs to be a balance between work, relaxation, or rather sleep, and playtime. And if mm-hmm. those three things are not balanced, it's going to affect it. So that's why for me and, you know, anybody else who's a believer, Christian, you know, having prayer time is great, but you got to have fun. And I think a lot of people miss that mark. They, they're, they're so focused on work and downtime as far as sleep goes. But I say, you know what, you need to have more fun. And this has been a really fun Mm. hobby for me. I mean, music, music in a way is a hobby, but, 
I've got 15 students that I teach every week. I love it. I love writing. You're I love dropping an album, things. what, number four now? <laughs> you know. No, this is I five. think it's more than a hobby. Yeah, this is, oh, five. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. You when you do five hobbies, yeah. When you do five albums in five years, I think I've kind of, I think I've finally reached the point where I said, I think I need to have a hobby to at least for just a couple hours, just a couple of hours right. a week, Let them detach off. myself. Yes. And that's what the RC cars have done is it's given me two or three hours a week to just completely detach, calm my mind down, and just have fun. And that's what it's done. Absolutely. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Absolutely. I, 
you know, it's, I, I took up uh, during the pandemic, I got into my big hobby before the pandemic was, was grilling, barbecuing and, and whatnot. I got all these, I got a whole yeah. bunch of grills and smokers and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm like, well, I need something to grill on these things. And, you know, my mm-hmm. wife's like, we're getting a cow. I'm like, we're not getting a cow. Um, it's not happening, <laughs> but we yeah. will grow vegetables. So I got into this whole gardening thing. And, um, yeah, people don't get it. You know, old friends of mine, they're like, you're gardening? What is that? I'm like, you know what? Exactly <laughs> like you were saying, John. I don't think about work. I don't have to talk to any clients <laughs> or anything. You know, I can just yeah. go out there for a couple hours and, uh, you know, fight with the iguanas that try to eat everything. But um, other than that, uh, it's all good. You know? But that's part of it. That's part of the thing. And it, 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 it is that decompression. I think it's so important. Yeah. And um, and the work's better since I started doing that. I got to tell you, my I I, mm-hmm. I think I needed that. You know, uh, maybe it's a for people. I don't me. know, but it's working. You know. And that's just uh, it. well, that's cool, you man. Know, and you know, and hobbies, you know, hobbies. There's always going to be a challenge. I mean, there's you know. When I got into RC, you know, I, I got into it just to kind of bash around, and then I met some friends, and they were talking about, you know, hitting some dirt tracks and racing on that just for fun. But, you know, and then, you know, parts break. I have to replace parts and things like that. Yeah. I mean, there, there, is, there, there is a challenge, and I think that's just it. I think if you really enjoy a hobby, when those challenges do occur, you simply – Work through them. You don't get – I mean, there are times that I might get a little frustrated, but it's not where I just throw it away and say, I'm tired of this. You know, it's, it's, right. it's so much fun that you say, you know what? Exactly. You, you know, you just work through those challenges. So to me, exactly. it's exactly because I really enjoy the hobby, like you said, with grilling and gardening. You work through it, and it's fun. It's worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. If, if, if you Absolutely. get out of it. It's worth it. Yeah, totally, totally. And you know, it's interesting. I um, uh, a few weeks ago, I had a uh, another trip around the old sun, and um, so the family they all call my wife Danny. You know, well, what did he? What would he like? What's a good gift for him? You know, and so she's and then you know she asks me, well, what do you want? And I'm like, well, I don't need anything. You know, anything. I'm at, I'm at that point in my life. Is anything I want, I just buy. You know. Um, so I'm like, yeah. you know, they don't have to do anything, you know, everything's cool. And then she asked the magic, she goes, well, what have you been looking for for your garden? <laughs> that you, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I happen to have this whole file folder here on my computer of um, bookmarked Amazon pages. And, you know, so she went through it. And I got some really cool stuff. <laughs> and I was very happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's, that's, it's that's part of the adventure. Important, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, well you yeah. work definitely. Um, these, these these latest singles are um, just fantastic, man. I, I was listening to these. I've been listening to them a lot this right. week, and I am just just blown away. Um, you have gone in a kind of a different direction. I I guess. I mean. You know, it's alternative rock, and, and there's definitely blues influences there and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's, it's different than your instrumental work, although we are going to play with instrumental uh, tonight. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic, too. And the, your work before was great, John. Um, but I'm wondering, was it the, the RC uh, car hobby that shifted perspective on this, this uh, latest work? Or was it just this is where you needed to go? where I needed to go. Um, I actually got into the RCs after the album was completely done. And I was, uh, yeah, I was talking to my priest about this and, and because when I finish up an album, I immediately start going back in the studio, working on it, at least a new song, even if I don't have a direction for a new album. I, I have this drive to just get back in the studio, and when that and when that did not happen, 
I uh, talked to mm-hmm. my pastor about that, and I said, you know, I think I finally reached a point where I, I I need to shift gears a little bit, and and that's when I got into the RC just to kind of have that detachment from doing that. But as far as the style of this album, I would I'm I, you know, and I don't want to compare myself to the Beatles because the Beatles are legends, right? But at the same time, if you listen to every Beatles album, they're all different in some way. And oh, that's yeah. how stylistically, stylistically, that's how I am, is I don't think about, I'm going to write an album in this style. So even though when I said that this album in general is alternative rock, there are some other elements that are mixed in if you look at the album as a whole. But I would say most of the songs stylistically, that's how I write, at least for this album, was alt-rock, but... Yeah, you got a little blues, you, you know, you got some instrumental stuff in there. So I would say that it this is this is a typical pattern for me. You know, even though that I right. say, well, it, you know, like previous albums we that I've done with you, you know, well, you know, people ask, well, how would you classify your music genre-wise? And I say, well, it's kind of folk, it's kind of contemporary, but every song kind of stands out and then I put them together as a collection and tie them together. And I would say this album really is a reflection of what I've dealt with personally in the last year and a half with COVID, my personal experiences. And I just kind of lumped all these songs together from my experiences and said, here you go. You know, this is, this is what I lived through the last year and a half. Here's my album. That's just how it is. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, you know, and I think of, now don't take this in a weird way, John, but, but you do pop into my thoughts quite a bit. And then over the last, uh, the last year, especially, um, you were the first person I was thinking about um, when the electric stuff happened uh, in Texas mm. there. And I, I was like, yeah. Oh man. But you know, I I didn't worry too much. You're a smart guy. You know, I'm like, well, you know, John knows how to handle things. You know, I mean, I'm sure he's he's okay. He's you know, yeah, yeah, you know, not not burning college textbooks in a big barrel or maybe I don't know. <laughs> but, but I don't think so. You know, yeah, um, no, no, <laughs> you know, but I was worried, <laughs> and especially um, at first I wasn't too worried because you you see stuff on the news and number one. One of the things that every new, and I don't care what station you watch or listen to, folks, one of the things that all news stations have in common is they all have commercials. And, um, you know, so I, I get that they try to amp things up. You know, they, they, they used to say they've got to sell mm-hmm. newspapers. Um, but they got to yeah. sell those commercial spaces. I get it. That's why we, hey, that's why we have great guests like John on the show, uh, you know, because our advertisers love it. <laughs> People tune in. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I uh, so I figured maybe it's being sensationalized a little bit. And then the interesting thing about social media is um, you start seeing the the personalized posts from people, and it's like, oh, this is a serious thing. This is. Yeah, and I didn't message or anything like that, or and I didn't call or anything because I, I didn't want. Um, bandwidth used up, you know, over because I, I figured, you know, hospitals yeah. or ambulances or somebody might need that, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I was watching closely. I was watching posts. Yeah. <laughs> and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions 
are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Everything okay? You didn't have any... I think we talked, didn't we, after you, you did have a little bit of yeah. property damage? Uh, mine wasn't too bad. Uh, my, I mean, my house is built in the 50s, so it doesn't have very good insulation. So... Uh, that week of uh, what we call Snowvid, uh, the uh, week-long snowstorm, which is where I wrote Texas. That's where I got the idea of Texas Snow. And the song, everybody in Texas can relate to that song. It covered, it covered the entire <laughs> state. And Texas is a big state when, when, when an Arctic front covers the entire state. See, because Texas is known to have four seasons all in the same day in the same in Texas. Uh, right. that, that's not uncommon, but, but to have an entire, for a week-long period, to have a an Arctic front just hover over the entire state is crazy. But no, I didn't have any property damage. Uh, no, I take that back. I did lose my aquarium. A week after, mm. uh, because cause, cause I kept the aquarium about, you know, 78, 80 degrees. That's it's tropical. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like 40 degrees. It's 40 degrees in the house. I've got five layers of clothes on. It's cold for that week. I mean, I'm stuck at home. And right. that, yeah. So it was, well, it, it wasn't just that. Uh, this has kind of been this revolving door it's like 
after that happened, I lost my aquarium. My washer and dryer went out like two weeks later. Something else oh, happened. Man. And finally, I remember, I remember after about three or four things happening, and my prayers, I'm like, Lord, I, can, can, can you give me a break before we, you know, you, you, you throw the next challenge at me? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was toast. I was toast. But I was in full-blown songwriting recording mode. It was, it was great for creativity. Using it as rocket fuel. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Well, that's not all you can do, you know, and that's maybe that's why it was happening, you know. Maybe that's why it was happening. Yeah. It's a uh, oh man, I yeah. tell you, we we got a new dryer a couple of years ago, and uh, you know, it wasn't top of the line or anything, but it was new, and it lasted about two years, and then went out, and so you know, I had a month of of hanging stuff on a clothesline out outside. Uh, hey, why not? You know, the sun is free. And uh, and I had a rope. Yeah. Anyway, and it worked. <laughs> yeah. So a family friend, she um, I don't know her. Her kids were moving or something, or they they bought a house and they had some old dryer from like 1962 or something. I I don't know what year, but it looks like a tank. And um, she's like, Hey, do you want that dryer? I'm like, That old thing? Absolutely, I want that thing. It weighed about 500 pounds. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Yeah. You know, that thing works like a charm. That's back when they used to build stuff to last. You know, I, I tell right. my wife, I'm American like, made. that's a 57 Chevy of dryers. That will not go out. That's right. That will work. That's right. And it has been. So, yes. Yeah. I suggest anybody exactly. looking for a point. It's not fancy. It doesn't have computer. You know, it's got, it's all analog, uh, but it works. So, you know, find one of those. way to go. Anyhow. That's right. Yeah, it's you know, and the price was right. So, um, and I, we were to a point we were going to go just buy one at Lowe's or something. And I'm glad we did. Saved a couple bucks. Anyhow, Texas yes. Snow is the first track off this this new grouping uh, of singles that you sent over to me. And it's the first one I listened to, and I was just blown away by it. And you're right, it, I wasn't there in, in, during Snowvid. But man, I, I get it. I understand now from listening to this track. It's fantastic. Yes. It, and it's there's no embellishment. And I want people to no. know when when you listen to the lyrics, there is absolutely no embellishment at all. These are the things that the entire state of Texas I lived through, my friends lived through. These, this is what happened. This is like a blow by blow. Crazy, crazy. Well, here it is, folks. Let's play it. This is John 3, Texas Snow.
that's a fantastic track, Texas Snow, John Thanks. Free. And I was telling you before we uh, came on the air, the first time I heard that, the windmills weren't churning, but I was. I just love this track. It is a uh, fun, cool track about not a fun, but definitely cool, as in cold, situation. Um, it just snowing. Yeah. Oh, man. For a whole week. Oh. I've never seen, you know, and something like that has not happened in Texas in maybe 20 or 30 years. I mean, we've never seen anything like that. And oh, my my inspiration was from Steve Ray Vaughn and from Texas Flood. So you can hear, I mean, for anybody who knows who Steve Ray Vaughn is, uh, the inspiration definitely came from, from Texas Flood. You can definitely hear a lot of the wailing of the guitars and just – Telling the story of something real that happened, and it did. It was, it was very real. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you know, just interesting. I was just telling a uh, a friend of mine, who uh, maybe not as big as a music person like us, but we were talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan, and um, I said, you know, fun fact: a lot of people don't realize is the David Bowie song "Let's Dance." That's old Stevie on the uh, guitar there on that. And they're like, That's what? Right. Really? I, yeah. I said, Wikipedia that. <laughs> that was, yeah, Bowie Erdeman yeah. was blown away and said, I need him Absolutely. on my next song. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Boy, it pays to play live sometimes. So, um, <laughs> get swimming pools out of the deal. Anyhow, that's a yeah. great track. Texas yeah. Snow. I Thanks. love it. And um, now the next track. The Bell Tolls at Midnight. I saw the title of this, and I know you're not supposed to judge a yeah. track or a book by its title. <laughs> but at first I thought, I said, The Bell Tolls at Midnight. What is this, a Halloween song? What, what am I in for, man? i got to play it. So I, I yeah. put it on, and totally different than Texas Snow. Completely different. Yeah. And mm-hmm. But very cool, too. And I'm listening yeah. to it, and I'm like, oh, this is an instrumental piece. This, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. the music telling me the lyrics right here. I like it. I yeah. like it. Now, with a it, track like this, and I know yeah. you've done a lot of instrumental yeah. stuff, do you approach yeah. writing that differently than, say, Texas Snow or, or you know, the, the tracks with, with lyrics and whatnot? Is it a different mindset? Oh, here yeah. Oh, absolutely. And whenever I write, it all depends on what mood I'm in. Depends on if I'm going to write an instrumental. The Bell Tolls at Midnight actually goes back to college. I actually wrote that around college. And I, once again, I, I, I've sat on so much material. And that's, that's where my previous album, <laughs> Back in Crawford, is really just old material that I've sat on for 20 years. But with The Bell Tolls at Midnight, it originally was this symphonic orchestral piece. And mm. I, I I am a fan of steampunk. Uh, I mm-hmm. I love steampunk, and, and you as an artist, I'm sure you've seen a lot of steampunk imagery, you know, whether oh, yeah, absolutely. you know digital or, or things that are mechanical. So this song is really, I guess, the best way to describe it is steampunk meets Pink Floyd, because then what I did when I <laughs> when I recorded it. <laughs> I, I I had the orchestral part. Now now the bell part, which you'll hear at the beginning, I actually did mm-hmm. that on the piano. Uh, I've actually got uh, this uh, bell patch uh, bell sound on my piano. So when you hear the bells, you think, oh, he he, he probably just got that from somewhere, you know, somewhere else. I actually made that. So everything <laughs> in there is is made from scratch. Uh, then I add, you know, the nice. guitars, the drums, and that's what it is. So, uh, so when you listen to it, think steampunk meets Pink Floyd. That's why I can describe it. Well, here it is, folks. Check this out. It's one of my favorite tracks of the year. The Bell Tolls at Midnight, John Three. Check this out.
good track, and I think John described that perfectly. It does have a little Pink Floyd vibe at the beginning. You know, I, I really dig it. But that's such a strong track. Um, the Bell Tolls at Midnight. John, I wanted to ask you, these tracks are available. Are, are, are They're out, right? Or um, are we waiting till the album officially drops? The album officially drops on Monday, on, uh, on All oh. Saints Day. So November 1st, this coming Monday. Nice. Um, I did a little pre-release with the CDs, uh, which has actually gone really well. Uh, a lot of my customers and clients at work have really digged it. Uh, a lot of my students uh, have really enjoyed it too, but uh, the digital downloads and the streaming will all be available uh, first thing Monday morning. So, yeah, definitely check it out. There we go. There we go. Well, folks, that's fantastic. And I'll be reminding everybody too Monday morning um, of when all that goes live uh, on all my social media platforms and whatnot. That's just I'm just excited to hear more because these, these three are so good. We've heard two so far. The third one we're going to play tonight is Wooly Bob. This is another one. I like the lyrics of it, John. I like the music, too. Mm-hmm. But, the you know, uh-huh. I, I listen and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Um, tell us yeah. a little bit about this one, how it came about. So the title, Wooly Bob, actually goes back to I was in elementary school, and it, it mm-hmm. kind of stuck with me. Uh, and uh, when I decided to actually write it, uh, I must have been in a Leonard Skinner mood or something because uh, the chord progression, it's a, just like Sweet Home Alabama, it's a very simple chord progression. It's just just a fun song to listen to. I mean, you can dance to it if you want to. Just so it's it's southern rock, but when you get into the meaning of the song, Wooly Bob, because I, I, I've had quite a few people ask me, who is Wooly Bob? And I would say this song is, it's very allegorical. Uh, think kind of Lord of the Rings, mm. right? You know, it's an allegory to it. Uh, Wooly Bob, I would say, represents the devil, represents secular culture. You know, we're always being chased by, you know, money, greed, all these things, you know, things that we want, but uh, spiritually, you know, we're under attack, and that's really what the song is about, is that right. we're basically being being chased by the devil in secular culture, you know, this me, 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 I got to have it right now kind of thing, and when people ask, well, what is, uh, in fact, I actually had a student last week, and he, he said, you know, when I think of Wooly Bob, I think of this kind of a dark figure, you know, kind of a trench coat, hat on, kind of standing off in the shadows. Because when, pe- when, when you listen to the song, you, you kind of in your head kind of think about what Wooly Bob would look like. And he's just a, he's just a, a, uh, just a kind of a creature, a figure, so to speak, of, you know, kind of where we live and, you know. Right. All the like stuff. That. Or how we All live. the stuff. You know, all Yes. I hear you. It's just a well, jam. Here it is, folks. At the very least, it's a jam. It is. Oh, and it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> this is John 3's Wooly Bob. Check this out.
And there we go, folks. That was Wooly Bob by John 3. Brand new. Releases on Monday morning. Um, I, as I mentioned before, I will be uh, blasting that out on all my social media when this goes live. And um, John, uh, people, I'm sure you'll have a link up on your website, john3music.com. Um, yes. You were saying, telling me something. This is one of the tracks that you've been, because uh, for those who don't know, John also uh, teaches music and uh, has students and yes. whatnot and uh, gives lessons and, and what have you. And um, what a cool teacher to have. Um, this is one of the tracks you've been t- showing some of your students, getting them to play as well, right? Yeah, I mean it, it. It's it's three chords. In fact, uh, one of my students, I I just right just right out of the box uh, last week, and uh, he picked up on it right away. And it, it, it's fun to see people. You know, if you can play Sweet Home Alabama, you can play Wooly Bob. So if if there's any guitarist out there, and you're like, man, that 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 song is a jam, message me, and I would be more than happy for free to send you the uh, chord chart. So if anybody wants to learn this, nice. song, I will, I will, I will, I will teach you how to play Wooly Bob. I will. <laughs> how cool is that? Yeah. How cool is yeah. that? You know, yeah. we were talking off mic, and uh, I, it's so true. You know, John, I'm so glad to see we've all had um, a, a crazy year and a half, and uh, this last year especially, and. You know, you're such a good inspiration to everyone because despite all of the stuff that's happened and whatnot, you're making music. You're doing it. You're 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 painting that painting, man. And and it's good yeah. work. It's good work, you know. Um uh it's just inspiring to see and to hear, you know. Um, Thanks. You gotta keep you know, and, and you gotta keep doing it. And five th- albums. Yeah. And that's yeah. Five albums in five years and three years back to back on your show, three years. So yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty cool. I mean, um, you know, do you know as far as future plans? Um, I I write when I'm inspired, and right now I'm just kind of taking a step back and promoting. I mean, I've got five albums out right now, so right now I kind of want to spend more time promoting and you know just getting. You know, you know, people interested in what I'm doing. But before I get back into the studio, right now, I figured let's just. I mean, five, come on, five albums in five years. I mean, I would love to see how many people have done that. It's, 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 it's a lot of work. It, it, yeah. It's. it's I imagine so. It's rewarding, yes. It's a lot of work though, but it's fun. Well, it's awesome. It's awesome, and yeah. you got to keep doing. Yeah. This. You know, this is. This is obviously, you know, you see people in life, and sometimes this can go either way. Sometimes you'll 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 see somebody doing something, and you're like, yeah, that's what they need to be doing. That they found their zone. Um, the opposite can be true. I've seen people who want, yeah, they don't need to be doing that at all. <laughs> they need to they need to reevaluate, <laughs> do some course yeah. correction. Um, yeah, I've been there. That has been you know me sometimes. And uh, not often, but sometimes there's, there's definitely been some issues and some times. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's like I said, it's very inspiring. And, um, you know, you just got to keep doing it, man, because you're so good at it. Mm-hmm. Let's not Thanks. wait another year, though, before you're on the show again, because um, you've got so much material. You know, <laughs> we've got five albums to pick yeah. from. And uh, yeah. we can definitely... Uh, oh, yeah. And the, these past albums, we should mention, too, if you go to your website, john3music.com, and the three is the uh-huh. number three, folks, like a John, you know, written out in the number three, music.com. Um, those mm-hmm. albums are still available and whatnot. People can pick those up as well, right? A- absolutely. So if you go to my website, john3music.com, that's J-O-H-N, john3music.com, uh, all of my previous albums, all four albums currently are available for digital download so you can buy the album you can add them to your you know whatever android or uh or apple smartphone uh and then i'm on all the streaming platforms uh so wherever you know uh streaming it's a little different but if that's if that's your your choice then uh you know if that's what you listen or how you listen to music then uh yeah you can definitely check me out 
Uh, in fact, all a person has to do, go to your favorite streaming platform and simply go to under artist, type in John, J-O-H-N, three, and I'll pop up under the artist. So it's easy, very easy to find me. In fact, that's, I, I believe I'm the only John three. So it's very easy to find me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Well, if I don't talk to you, and I'm sure I will, though, um, we are the holiday season's fast approaching. It just yes. seems like it was just here, but um, yeah. I guess it's been a whole year. Um, you know, I hope you and your family and everybody, your your, your tribe there, every, all your people, have a great one. You know, uh, I can only imagine. Yes. I imagine Christmas time at the the John Connor. Uh, uh, homestead there is, is pretty cool. Pretty cool. My nieces make sure of that. It is so much fun <laughs> uh, during the holidays. Uh, I mean, Catherine, she's two. She is just everywhere when we're at mom and dad's house. She's everywhere. Brooks, you know, she's very artistic. I mean, even during Oak Night tonight, I mean, she's like, Unc, I need to show you a couple new songs that I wrote. I'm telling you, she's going to nice. follow my footsteps. Nice. Brooklyn is going to follow my footsteps. I, I, I really believe that. It's, it's, it's so much fun to watch them. You know, it's seven and it's two. They love their unk. I mean, the there's no way else to put it. Oh, they yeah. love their unk. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, he's cool, you know. He's cool. <laughs> What's not to yeah. love? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Well, folks, yeah. my light's blinking at me, um, so we got to wrap it up, but John, as always, such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, uh, you know, to be on the show and everything. I really appreciate it. Um, you rock. Thanks for having me. You rock. You're awesome. Oh, anytime, man. Anytime. Thank you. Um, folks, this episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. Uh, we will be pushing that out on all the various social media platforms and on all the pod. Wherever you listen to podcasts at, man, I guarantee you we're probably on it. I'm pretty sure we're on it because we're on like 450 of them now. It's it's zany. I, I didn't even know there were so many, but there are, and we're on them all. And all the big ones, too, you know, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Um, Apple Music and everything. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, feel free to check those out. Check out our uh, advertisers and use the code. They all have a code um, where you can save a couple bucks and then take that savings head over to john3music.com and, hey, pick up some cool music. Uh, so very, very cool. I hope everybody has a safe and, uh, you know, uh, fun Halloween weekend this weekend. Um, you know, be cool and, uh, you know, but be safe, you know. And, uh, you know, remember, it's about the kids. They're having a good time. These are memories they'll have for a long time. So, you know. I don't know. Spring on those full-size candy bars. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Uh, <laughs> very cool. Well, everybody, we'll be back on, uh, when are we coming back? We're coming back Monday, I believe. Yes, yes, we Oh, Yes, we are. As a matter of fact, um, we've got a uh, filmmaker on on Monday. Um, new film out, uh, Death Block 13, Escape from Death Block 13. It is an old-school action movie, if you're of a certain age like I am, um, you know, you, you think of the old, uh, you know, Charles Bronson type movies and all this action action. This is a, a direct throwback to that era. Uh, but it just, it, it just came out, and um, it's a lot of fun if you're into that kind of thing. Okay, we will see everybody then. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks, John. Thank you. Appreciate it. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.